your presence, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. I'll be reading from the book of James, the first chapter. While you're turning there, I will say thank you for men whose hearts God has touched to call such a meeting as we are in. I love and respect every one of them as well as every one of you. The message that you preach, what you stand for, God bless you. I feel like that our days are numbered. It's not going to be but just a short while, and we're going to find out it was worth the fight. Amen. It was worth the stand. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Garrett, for the message last night. Brother Gross, my goodness, tremendous, tremendous teaching from the Word of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. I want to do my best today to do what God has assigned me to do. I trust that your prayers will be with me. Uh, I've preached to young preachers before, but I look across this congregation and, and see so many capable men. And God knows my heart. Uh, I'll trade places with anybody sitting in front of me right now that would like to come. I don't cherish this, but I respect the men that uh, call me to do it. So I'll do my very best. Everything that I have to say today will be directly directed to men in this auditorium. Nothing that I say and what I have will be aimed at anybody that is not here. Okay? So everything that's said in the next few moments going to be for folks that are that are here it's just us it's for us praise God and I, I believe that uh, that the Lord will talk to us amen and also uh, I want to be a blessing to to young men that are here today in my prayer in preparation for this I felt like that I felt some frustration in the spirits of some young men I feel that, that the elders of this generation, the preachers and their wives, we owe something to this younger generation. Amen. Praise God. And I, I pray that, that God will help us today uh, to be able to be a blessing. The book of James, chapter 1. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious, bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Verse 23 and verse 24, If any man be a hearer of the word, 
and not a doer, is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. The subject for today is the ministry of the mirror. The ministry of the mirror. Could you pray for me? I need God's help. God, we need you. I need you. I'm not ashamed to confess and acknowledge my need of you. just rolled out of bed, walked by the closet, put a dress on, put a suit on, and headed for the auditorium. From the looks of most of you, everybody took time to spend time in front of the mirror. We do understand the importance of the mirror. Now, there are a few folks that I have seen walking up and down the corridors of this grand, beautiful place that I feel like uh, they either did not spend time in front of the mirror or they stood in front of a lying mirror. You know, sometimes I guess we just don't see ourselves like others see us. <laughs> I've seen a lot of, of long-time friends around here that I haven't seen in a good while. And, and um, I'll walk away and I'll tell my wife, I said, man, they're getting old. And she'll laugh and say, I wonder what they're saying about right now. <laughs> so there are times that we just don't see what others see. Now James in his writing, he talks about uh, such issues. If I understand this correctly, he likens the Word of God to a mirror. And he says that we, that we should be not only hearers of the word, but that we also should be doers of the word. And, uh, you know, I looked in the King James Version, and then I looked in every other version that I have in my library, and I searched diligently for an exception clause. And I was unable to find where we as preachers and preachers' wives were exempt from what's in this book. I, I, I know that we are used to holding the mirror up to the saints. I, I, I know that we are we are used to flashing the mirror to the folks that sit on the pews in our church, but it just seemed good to the Holy Ghost that that we would take a few moments today as ministers and ministers' wives and ministers' kids and allow God to just drop the mirror down in front of us. 
I don't know if we can take it or not. I don't know if we're willing to do that or not. I, I, I don't know. But, but uh, we just gotta, we just have to do what God says that we have to do. And He says if any man, any man, tell your neighbor He's talking about you already. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue. If anybody seems to be religious, seems to be, he, he puts on a good show. He, he's got a good walk, but you got to watch his talk. If, if any man seems to be religious and doesn't know how to Oh, he's got everything else okay. But he don't know how to control his tongue. He doesn't know how to order his conversation aright. That man's religion is in vain. One translation says that his religious service is worthless. It is futile. It is barren. Another translation says that his religion is hot air and hot air only. <laughs> oh, you may better put the ushers at the door and lock them. <laughs> and then James moves on, and when he gets into the third chapter, he points to all of our talents and our abilities. He said, man, we can tame all kinds of animals. Uh, we can, that magnificent, mighty, majestic elephant, we can control him. The lion, we can control him. We have tamed everything, but he said, the tongue, the tongue, the tongue can no man tame. And he asked some questions, and now we're looking in the mirror. I, I, I'm, I'm still on the ministry of the mirror. He said, how, how is it that we can... Bless God. And then in the next breath, in a coffee shop over a piece of pie and a hot cup of coffee, how is it that we can turn around and curse men who are made after the similitude of God? Therewith, Bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, my brethren, my brethren, my ministering brethren. I know we're used to preaching this Wednesday night Bible study to our saints. But, but my brethren... At Apostolic Ministerial Conference, my brethren, the book says, the mirror has a voice today. The mirror is speaking to me today. The mirror is speaking to us today. My brethren, these things ought not to be. They ought not to be. They ought not to be. Just like there ought not to be cut hair in our sanctuaries. Just like there ought not to be jewelry in our sanctuaries. Just like there ought not be televisions in the homes of our saints. God speaks to me today and He talks to you today and says, There's some things that ought not be. Just ought not be. You ought not to stand in here and lift your hands and bless God. And after this missile walk out 
and down the hall be talking about a brother or a sister. And then he goes on and he says, how is it that, that a fountain, he said, can a fountain send forth bitter water and sweet water at the same place? If I had a fountain in the foyer of my church that I never knew until I pushed the button what was going to come out, I'd get rid of it. I say, I've already pushed the button today. (laughs) I can feel it. (laughs) I can feel it. Oh, God, we should have slept in today. You want to go shopping, honey? You go to the bathroom first. I'll follow you out and I'll meet you down there in about 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, stay with me. Stay with me. I think the Holy Ghost wants to talk to us today. I think God has somewhat to say to us today. I love this book. Brother Gross, I'm telling you, that was awesome. That was wonderful. That was powerful. I love good, sound, solid, apostolic preaching. Thank God for what we heard last night. I'm going to tell you what that book is. David said it is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Oh, thank God that a man of God can sign the Word of God where I am and help me see where I am. Jeremiah said that it was like a hammer. A hammer. Oh, you know what a hammer is. I mean, you just keep hammering away until you break something. Until something breaks loose. Thank God for the hammering of the Word of God. Thank God for the man of God that took a hammer and destroyed some things in my life that didn't need to be there. Thank God for this book. I thank God that it is like sometimes fire shut up in our bones. You know what it is, preacher friend, when God drops a thought in your heart. And my goodness, it's like somebody set a fire. You can't wait till the next service. You wish you could roll time ahead because there's something burning in your bosom. The Word of God is all of that and a whole lot more. But James said, it's like a mirror. Oh, I wish I'd have brought a mirror. A mirror. A mirror. Now, a mirror is an object designed to reflect back to you what you really are. A mirror is designed to assist you, encourage you to make the needed and necessary changes so you can be presentable to the public. The mirror, the mirror is designed so that we can be presentable to God. And I'm wondering today, I'm wondering as, as, as ministers, if we, can, if we can just take a few moments, and I realize that I'm the only thing between you and your lunch. But, but I wonder if we, could, if we could take a few moments and allow the mirror to come. I want it. You don't want, I, I want to be saved. I, 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 don't, I don't want to become a castaway. I has been, I used to be. And I am constantly and continually exposing myself to, to good preaching. I want to be saved. I want to expose myself to the mirror. And I wonder that if, if we could line up today and one by one come and let me be number one and, and just stand before the mirror of God's Word and allow God to talk to us. You see, it's not only saints that I pastor that are going to be judged by this book. 
Uh, let me say that again. It's not only the saints that I pastor in Oklahoma City. And I love them. It's not only them that's going to be judged by this book. Someday, I'm going to be judged by this book. You don't believe that? You're going to be judged by this book. We're all going to be judged by this book. Yes, we are. God doesn't have a different set of rules for us. He doesn't have another set of standards, one for the church and another for the ministry. No, 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 no. We, we all are going to be judged by the book, by the Holy Bible, by God's Word, by what's in this book. And, and, and since that is so, what I preach, I've got to live. What I preach to my people, that must be in the lifestyle that I live before them. Some people have truth, but they never become true. God intends that there be no difference between truth and the one proclaiming truth. Truth is more than just the simulated facts in the mind of a man. But truth is a, a spirit. And truth is a lifestyle. And I just, I just find it difficult, just very difficult to believe that I can, I can Wednesday night preach to my saints. That you need to love one another. You need to pray for one another. You need to be kind to one another. You, you need to bear one another's burdens. And you need to uh, encourage one another. And, and, and whatever you do, church, don't be gossiping and, and cutting your fellow saints down. Don't be belittling them behind their back. Don't, don't, don't be talking about them on the telephones. You need to love one another. You need to bear one another's burdens. You need to encourage one another. You need to pray for one another. You need to help one another. And after I preach that to them on Wednesday night, then I live by a different set of rules and standards. Because when I get on the telephone, I freely... Use that uncontrollable tongue and take the liberty to, you know, the same scriptures that I use for a Bible study to help my church dwell together in unity and love one another is the same scriptures that God is giving me to give to you and me today. Amen. Amen. Please. Uh, well, scriptures like, uh, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness. How much? Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Now, I preach that to Apostolic Faith Tabernacle. Let me ask you, am I an exception to that? Are we an exception to that scripture in the Word of God? Huh? I know it's going to be hot up here this day. I didn't know it was going to be this hot. <laughs> uh, Colossians chapter 3. In verse 
12. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness of long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Please help me understand. Please enlighten me today where that I am an exception to this rule. I will submit myself to you. You help me. Show me. Enlighten me. I can't, I can't see where that this is for the saints and not for the, the ministers of the gospel. I, I want to know today, I really do, God knows the sincerity of my heart. I, I want to know today how it is that, 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 that we can have heaven's approval and God's smile on our lives when we with the tongue can destroy, can rip apart, can tear down, can degrade. The same scripture that we use, death and life, are in the power of the tongue to negate negativism in our conversation. Cannot we understand that that scripture also applies to every area of our life? And that the tongue is a very, very forceful and powerful tool. And you can use it to build up and encourage and strengthen and help. Or you can encourage it to rip and tear down and destroy and to murder. James said, if there's any man among you, if there's a preacher, if there's a pastor, if there's an evangelist, if there's a missionary, if there's any man among you that seems to be religious and doesn't know how to bridle his tongue, this man's religion is in vain. He said the tongue is full of fire. It is full of deadly poison. It is unruly. It is a world of iniquity. It can defile the whole body and set on fire the course of the nature. I'm talking about the ministry of the mirror today. I wonder if we can have ears to hear the voice of the mirror today. I wonder. I stepped in front of the mirror today and what few hairs I had left was messed up after I got through wrestling and tossing and turning all night long. But when I got in front of the mirror, it didn't take but just a minute and a little damp wash rag to put it all back in place. But I wonder, I wonder if I can step in front of the mirror today and I'm a man enough and I've got a heart enough to allow God to say, get it together, McDonald. You need some improvement over there, McDonald. You need to, you need to watch it right over there, sir. I want to be saved. And I'm going to tell you, our salvation, our salvation depends upon our willingness to stand in front of the mirror and allow God to correct us where we're wrong. The ministry of the mirror. And he spake a parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. I remember my opening comments. I'm not talking to anybody that's not here. Okay? Two men went up into the temple to pray. The one was a Pharisee, and the other a publican. A publican stood and prayed, thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men, extortioners, 
unjust, adulterers, even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithe of all that I possess. Not very many that has that testimony. <laughs> oh, I forgot that she's preachers here, okay. <laughs> And the publican standing far off would not lift up so much as his eyes into the heaven, but smote his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, sir. I tell you, this man, Jesus is talking now. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exhausted. Exalted. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> oh, Lord, I told you it was hot up here. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, there's been no funeral service for that spirit. It's alive and well. I have to fight it. You have to fight it. We all have to fight it. The ministry of the mirror speaks to me today. And it tells me so. And I refuse. I refuse to walk away and forget what manner of man that I am. I must deal with it. I want to be, I'm in this thing to be saved. I, I, I want to be saved. I'm, I'm so glad that I'm not like him. I'm glad I'm not like him. I, uh, I, uh, well, this is what I do. I, uh, and like a rooster on a fence post, we crow. Aren't you proud of me, Jesus? I preach it harder than anybody in the county. Aren't you happy with me, Lord? And so the struggle lives on today. Some don't believe in Christmas, and some do. Some teach wine, and some teach grape juice. Some say... A woman can't preach. Some say a woman can. <laughs> I don't read nothing in there. Some say, I believe in revival. And some say, I believe in a falling away. And some say the rapture could take place any moment. And some says, ain't no way, Jose. <laughs> Got to be in the middle. And then some say, no, no, have you heard my seven-year plan? And while we're doing all of that, we're uh, 
drawing circles in the sand and saying, come over and get with me. And so we got, yeah, in here today. We got some in this circle, and we got some in this circle, and we got some in this circle, and we got... Some say two inches below the elbow, and some say not on your life to the rest. See, I didn't. Some say, I like you, buddy, but if you preach for. I'm going to tell you, it, it bothers me when a missionary or an evangelist calls me and I say, well, where are you at? And they say, well, I'm over here about in the middle of Tennessee. <laughs> and they're afraid to tell me where they are because they're afraid I might cut their support off if it's not one of mine. I'm telling you, brother, the mirror says we ought not to put that kind of pressure on our missionaries. I'm telling you, the mirror's talking to me today. And the mirror's telling me that I ought not to put that kind of pressure on an evangelist. The ministry. The ministry of a mirror. And while I'm over here drawing lines in the sand and talking, one more, and I'm gathering up so my circle will be full, and I'm spending time on the phone, and I'm visiting. And I'm a work in every conference I can go to. My city is lost and going to hell. And the devil has diverted my attention from my purpose. And from the, the real purpose of the church of the living God. We are to save others. Oh, God. When I can involve myself in anything that will allow me to forget the harvest, I'm involved in the wrong thing. The ministry. Just tell your neighbor, he's talking about the ministry of the mirror. You can be seated. I wonder, I wonder if we uh, spend as much time on our knees weeping before God for a breakthrough in the harvest as we do on the telephone. I, I, I wonder if we spend as much time at our altars praying. I wonder if even today a good old-fashioned red-hot Holy Ghost prayer meeting with nobody on my mind but me standing before the mirror and seeing myself 
not as you see me. Because I can fool you and you can fool me. But you don't fool the mirror. You, you, you don't fool the mirror. I, I wonder if the Holy Ghost in this conference couldn't, couldn't make some necessary and needed changes in our life. And bring me to the point that I could accept you for what you are. And you could accept me for what I am. I'm not interested in changing you. Not at all. Really, if we read the mirror correctly, there's not a circle in the sand over there and a circle in the sand over there and a circle in the sand over here. Not, 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 if we, not if we stand in front of the mirror. And so, I, I just wonder if, if, if I could just accept you and you could accept me. And, and I wouldn't have to measure up to all your little... You know, I can accept you. Can you accept me? Can we accept one another without everybody in the house having to believe exactly like you believe, sir? Is there, is there anybody in the world with a little something between their ears revelatory besides you? Does, does God speak to anybody? The ministry of the mirror. I, I would pray, and I earnestly pray, that the Holy Ghost would come in here today and blow some stuff out of our spirits and our hearts and our minds and our attitudes to the point that I could have enough confidence in you and you could have enough confidence in me that we could, that, that, that we could dwell together in unity. That, 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 that instead of being in circles and, and that, that we could join together in this last closing hour. And that, that God could blend us together and fitly join us together as apostolic brethren. And that I could accept you and you could accept me. And that I would put my sword up. And that I would love you. And that I would support you. That I would pray for you. That I would, that I would lift you up before the throne. And if I come to Brother Bass's conference score, and he happens to have somebody in the pulpit that I don't know or maybe whatever, that I'll have enough confidence in that man that I won't get up and meet all my buddies in the hall and go to Shoney's while... If you brought an evangelist to your church, Brother Pastor, and one of your saints did that to you, They would be in your office. And you would be preaching to them like I'm preaching to you. Are you doubting me? Are you doubting where's your confidence, where's your trust? I will be glad when I get to the last page of this. And God is my witness today. I'm preaching to me too. Amen. This is what God gives me. 
and I have preached long enough to know that I better do what he says to do. Uh, amen. And, and so, um, you know, the wise man said, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord pondereth the heart. The Lord pondereth the heart. Oh, I wish I had a mirror. The Lord pondereth the heart. That's what you do to your church. And you do it in love. You do it to help them be saved. God's chose by the foolishness of preachers to say, you know, we understand that. But, but today, there ain't no saints here. It's just me and you in the mirror. It's just us in the mirror. Aren't you glad they're not here today? Aren't you happy that they're not here today? I love them, but I'm glad they're not here today. Amen. The Lord, the Lord, pondereth the hearts. God's talking to us today. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand? In his holy place, he that hath clean hands, a pure heart, uh, Samuel, don't be deceived by what you see. I'm not looking at the same thing that you're looking at. I'm looking a little deeper. I'm looking in the heart. Who is it that's going to make it into his holy presence? Who is it he that has a clean hands and a pure heart? That's why the wise man said, keep your heart with all diligence. Keep it with all diligence. For out of it are the issues. Of life, the ministry of the mirror. A new commandment that I give unto you, that you love one another as I've loved you. <laughs> oh, Lord. That ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples if you have love one to another. I'm going to tell you something, brothers. For you to love me and for me to love you like he has loved us, that's a big order. Because I'll confess to you today, I haven't always prayed as much as I should. I haven't always been the man that I'm supposed to be in the eyes of God. And you know, when I, when I come short, when I didn't do what I felt like I needed to do according to the mirror, you know, when I failed him, he didn't, he didn't, well, you jerk. It's over. He didn't turn his back on me. He loved me in spite of. I wonder how it is that 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 Brother Pixler can be my brother, but he can we can cross, get crossways. Well, let me find somebody else. You're too young. Bro, Elder Brother Pixler. Yeah, there we go. We can we can we can get crossways sixteen years ago. And here I am, right on the eve of eternity, uncertain days, not knowing what one day is going to hold. And I still got that harbored in my heart. 
There's still something. I wrote him off, buddy. There ain't no way he's getting back in my world because he said this and that and this and that and this and that. I'm talking to you today about the ministry of the mirror. Is that the way Jesus done you? Is that the way he's treated you? Don't look at me like you've never needed his mercy. Don't look at me like you've never needed his forgiveness. Don't look at me like you just needed one application of the blood of his cross. you got to have it, sir, every day that you live. If you will be honest with yourself, I've got to have it. I've got to have a fresh application. Forgive me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Watch me, God. And so I want His love. If I want His love, I've got to love you like He loved me. Oh. Oh. And you can be seated. And then he said, I'm trying to... Forgive us our debts. We forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For if ye forgive men their trespasses. The mirror, the ministry of the mirror... To my grudge-holding brethren. That's so quick. To mark somebody off. Because they don't fit exactly into your little belief system. And then you use this. If you don't forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive yours. The mirror is talking to me today. I don't want to get to the end of life and stand before God have a bunch of stuff in my spirit against you. I want to turn it loose. I want to open it up and say, wash me. Don't let me forget how much you've forgiven me. God, let me extend to others what you have extended to me. The ministry of the mirror. It's talking to me today. It's, it's eating my lunch today. I want to be saved. And I don't think I tell my church this, and I don't think there's a preacher, preacher's wife, or a preacher's kid going to wake up one day and say, Oh, heaven! I made it! No. I think not. I think if you go there, it's going to be because you planned on going there. You live for going there. It's not going to surprise you. It's not going to shock you that you made it. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. But the Lord, the Lord weigheth. I don't know, Brother Gross, some of these Bible teachers can help me. But I believe that he has just balances. I believe on one scale, on one side of the scale, is his spirit toward me. Love, forgiveness, patience, kindness. And then... If the Lord weighs my spirit, he's going to put what I am over here. It's got to balance. And I can only do that by staying full of the Holy Ghost. I can't, I can't do that by being a professional preacher. I can't do that by getting sermons off the computer. 
I can't do that by prayerless days and grabbing, grabbing up a book and hiding it under the, in a Bible cover and stepping to the... No, I've got to have some relationship. I've got to have some, some time. I've got to have some communion with God. Uh, the fruit of the Spirit. I've got to have that. It's got to balance. The Lord weigh up the Spirit. I thank God that I'm not like those guys that sit back over yonder. That's a, that's a hard-headed crew. These folks are about, oh God, I thank you. <laughs> I can't even see any of you, so I'm not picking on nobody. There's so many blinding lights up there. <laughs> okay. The ministry, the ministry of the mirror, the Lord, the Lord with the spirits. Let's, 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 uh, let's have church. Uh, David, sit down. And Pastor Nathan gets the mirror out. There was. Two men in one city. Yeah. Amen. And one was rich. Yes. And the other one was poor. Amen. And when he got through, the Bible said, And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said unto Nathan, As the Lord liveth, this man, that man, that have done this thing, he's going to die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he hath no pity. I pray that there is not a David in the house today. That what simple preaching that I have done, that surely somewhere the mirror Man, where are they? Let me get my oil, I'll lay hands on them and pray for them. Where'd you say they was, Brother MacDonald? Was it back over here or was it over here? Where were where are they? I pray that we're not that way. That as preachers, when preachers preach to us, that we're able and we're big enough to see ourselves. And that I'm not so high and mighty that if I have to, I can crawl down an aisle and fall on my face and say, God, thank you for the ministry of the mirror. Thank you, God, for helping me see myself like I. And when that prophet raised that hand and pointed that long finger at him and said, Thou art the man. Come come here, David. Let's stand in front of it one more time. Here, let me let me wipe the fog. I know you got hot and mad all ago. Let me let me clean it off for you. Now look, David. And David looks again and he says, 
you're the man. Well, you know the story. It was a genuine, repentant prayer. Psalms chapter 51. It's there. Oh, God. I just, I just want to be saved. And if I'm going to be saved, I've got to be able to see myself in the mirror. The mirror's got to be able to say, Hey, Rodney MacDonald, this one's for you. Get unforgiveness out of your heart. Get love for your brother. Stop running your mouth. Stop talking about people. Start loving your brother. Start supporting their efforts. Start praying for them. Start lifting them up. Don't think that you can squeeze everybody in your little mold. That's, that's, uh, you know, I've been, I've been in Oklahoma City for 20 years. 20 years. One church. I'm going to tell you something. I haven't changed my message. Not that much. When I started preaching, and what I was preaching when I went there, I'm still preaching it today. Isn't there any credibility in that? You've been there 10 years, 20 years, 35 years, 40 years. Isn't there any credibility that we can give to a man when he is unwavering? When his church looks today like it did 15 years ago? Isn't, you know? And so, so, the ministry, the ministry of the mirror. I just, and the reason, the reason I preach this is because I just, I just want us to get together. I want us to lay aside all of these little things that divide us and, 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 and you know, and just, just get together in the Holy Ghost. Just, just blend, let God fitly join us together. And, and, and let's, let's believe God for these last days. That, 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 that there can be a breakthrough and that souls can be saved and there can be a restoration of, of, of the gifts of the Spirit and, and, and the working of miracles and that, that, that there can be a, a mighty outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Do you, do you reckon that God's big enough to do that today? Do you think that God stands a chance in this convention today? You see, the book says, follow, follow peace with all men and holiness. And holiness without, you know, and we've got that, but we hang, we, 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 we forget that follow peace. Follow peace with all men. And I told you, I'm not preaching to anybody in the world but what's right here. The ministry, the ministry of the mirror. You reckon God could breathe on us today to the point that we could allow Him to, to push some stuff out of us and bring some stuff in us and, and that instead of walking by me with your nose in the air because I don't fit, I'm not in your little, that, that you could say, praise the Lord, brother McDonald. God bless you. I love you, man. Praying for you. Reckon I could do you that way, and you could do me, and we could do that way, and then, and God could, God could get the glory, and God could accomplish something in this house today. I, I never want to find myself too, too smart. I, I don't want to find myself uh, in a position and in a place that I, that I, uh, I think I'm always right, and my little circle, we're always right, and everybody else in the world is wrong. I don't ever want to find myself there. Oh, God. Help us. I love holiness. I preach it. I practice it. And I enforce it in the church I pastor.
But I don't want my holiness message to make me mean, vicious, ugly. If my message of separation and my message of holiness puts a sword in each hand and there's blood all around me, something's wrong somewhere. I've missed it somewhere. The ministry of the mirror. So we stand. If I am out of place, you correct me. I will submit myself to it. But I have unburdened my heart. As conservative brethren, we need God. We need the fruit of His Spirit. I know I'll be misunderstood, but I really, I just want to, if I can get in front of that mirror and get this old boy right, I want to be saved. I want to be saved. God, it's over. I've preached it like you give it to me. I'm asking you, God, to let the Holy Ghost come in this house. Put a love in my heart for my brethren. Give me forgiveness. Let me forgive like you have forgiven me. Talk to us today, God. Blend us together. Let there be a work of your Spirit. Oh, God, I'm inviting your presence today. Drive out everything that's contrary to your nature, your character, your attributes, God. Bind us together. Bind us together in love, God. We've got to be saved, God. We've got to be right. We've got to be ready. Would you lift your hands and worship the Lord, the ministry of the mirror, the ministry of the mirror.